God, that woman's manipulative. She uses her personal drama as an excuse to come here, take over Stan's life, and elbow me out. Threatened by the visiting mother-in-law. Cliché. You don't know what you're talking about. They are way too close. Francine, this is all in your head. Just like my wedding to Valerie Harper was all in my head. Okay, Roger. You're right. Stan and his mother's relationship is perfectly normal. You know, I have a headache. You mind going to my medicine cabinet and getting some aspirin? Ooh, stairs. Give me a chance to blast my calves. Kaboom! Ba-bam. Ba-boom. Ba-bam. Ba-boom. What do you do when your mom's unhappy? Jerry left her feeling crappy. Sing her a shanty nice and snappy. Wash her in the bathtub. Wash, wash, wash your VJ. Scrub, scrub, scrub your VJ. Rinse, rinse, rinse your VJ. Next we'll do your tushy. Wash, wash, wash your tushy. Scrub, scrub, scrub your tushy. Rinse, rinse, rinse your tushy. We just did your tushy. Mother's Day to all you mothers out there, especially the sexy ones. This is the Be Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Gary Hill, proprietor of milks all around the world. But uh, with you as always is X. How you doing, sir? Doing good. Up against the wall, you redneck mothers. Let's celebrate some shit. <laughs> Beautiful. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm... I'm good, man. Doing, doing just fine. I want to say hi to my mom. She never listens to the show because I say horrible shit like that, so I can't blame her. <laughs> uh, we are sans Jamie tonight because uh, he says this is one of her only days off, and she's very, very busy because as of this date of recording, she's married in 15 days, people, so yeah. Send uh, love, gifts, and all kinds of good stuff, and you know... Awkward marriage proposals. Maybe that'll uh, sway her your way. I don't know, but we miss you, Jamie. I know. I, I know. I miss you. I miss you, Jamie. You're getting hitched. That's awesome. With us tonight, or at this afternoon here, these crazy UK people in their time zones, are <laughs> the proprietors of the Black Anis podcast, Ben and Misty. How you guys doing? Hello. Hello. Uh, it's not Mother's Day already. That was ages ago. <laughs> We're looking forward to Father's Day. <laughs> Father's Day's not till June. It's nearer than Mother's Day. 
<laughs> but happy Mother's Day. My mom's in America, so happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, U.S. people. Yeah, she doesn't listen to the show either, because I say horrible shit, and apparently swears too much. What? She said... She you says I say I say the F word too much, and she made me do an entire episode without swearing, and it's never aired. <laughs> <laughs> I edited it all out, and it was just like an hour of silence. <laughs> I'll tell your mother, Chief, if she finds me a proper young Southern young lady that, that, that has money, I'll be a kept man for the proper woman. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> It'll be a lot of yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, and yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, you know, and. Honey, I'll be right there, you know. Oh, she, she's single, too. Who, your mom? Uh, yeah. How old is she? 63. <laughs> that's, that, that's the new 45, so I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know? She's a, she's a sharpshooter and a sniper as well, so you'll, you better treat her right. <laughs> you know, I don't know about that. I feel very protected. Any one of these is ideal for home defense. <laughs> With a collection of Hello Kitty somewhere. She will probably want you to play Final Fantasy XIV with her, though. Ooh. That's a, that's a deal breaker right there, see? <laughs> that's too time consuming. <laughs> but, um, we'll start the show like we always do. Uh, what have you been watching lately? I'll defer to our guests, but Misty, what have you been watching lately? Um, I watched Hush. Yesterday, finally, because it's been all over my Facebook feed. Everybody's been going on about it, so I thought I'd give it a watch. Pretty good. I really liked it. Um, and being the slackers that we are, well, actually, it's the opposite of being slackers, really, because we both have been working so much lately. We finally saw the new Star Wars that we've been waiting. And Deadpool. And finally saw Deadpool, yeah. This knee injury has been great for my... Viewing experience. <laughs> um, and we watched The Running Man last night. And we watched that new Howl, uh, Werewolf movie. Howl, yeah. Yeah, yeah we watched Howl. We, and we watched, uh, oh god, what did we watch last night? Um, Total Recall. <laughs> Original. <laughs> no remake. Okay. Oh, remake that. Yeah. The remake, well, I, well, That's what Greg said before he went on a rant. Yeah, no, the remake doesn't exist. What? The, the remake, much like... There is a remake, it just has the same name. Yeah, the remake, much like the Dragon Ball Z live-action movie, is not a real thing that happened. <laughs> Did you feel like guys involved casting Greenface to dance around shit? Oh God! It was so friends, friends don't let friends go green screen. Go green, green face. That's all I'm saying. Right. Green face on green screen. How'd that work, by the way? I'm curious about that. You know. Yeah. I wonder if he was actually blue and they made him look green and changed the background. Excuse me. Sorry. Oh man. But yeah. So that's that's pretty much. I think that's pretty much everything. We watched Escape from New York the other night. Oh yeah. Because if I, if I go longer than a week without watching a Kurt Russell movie, I, I, I start to get crabby. I'm playing Tomahawk. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Yes, we finally saw Bo and Tomahawk like two weeks ago. We finally got a chance to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I get one of my friends to watch it. I mean, yeah, it's a really good movie to watch. One bit. I like <laughs> that one bit. bit. <laughs> and X knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Every man knows that bit. It's all been movie like, this is a really... Ooh, yeah, I was like, this is God. really tame. Why were people talking about what a great horror movie is? And you get to that part and you're like, oh, this is kind of like that issue, man. 
talking about the wishbone scene, as I call it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yarp. Yeah, exactly. Max, what have you been watching, sir? We also finally saw Deadpool also. Um, we watched it last night. Man, I was not expecting the feels. It was ace. There's that's a hell of a good movie. I really enjoyed that. Um, I also have watched the Zero Boys um, from '85. Nico Mastarakis. <clears throat> that's just that's a big pile of just nuts. I don't. It's like it's like a it's like these guys play paintball. So they go out into the woods, and all of a sudden they're being hunted down by. Uh, you know, inbred rednecks, and it's. I know it sounds time. awesome. It sounds awesome. <laughs> it's not. You mean counting in Texas? Yeah, Ohio. <laughs> this is more like Ohio. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure there's much difference in some sections, but so I watched that. What else did we watch? Oh, we watched uh, motherfucking Dolomite. Yes, Rudy Ray. Oh, let me now, my... what's funny is that is not my favorite Rudy Ray Moore movie, but I really enjoyed watching Dolomite again. When Disco, is it, the, di- yeah. is it the Disco Godfather? Hell yes, it's the Disco Godfather. <laughs> I love that movie. Where is Bucky, and what has he had? That's the <laughs> best fucking line ever written. <laughs> That's why they used it again in Black Dynamite. Uh, yes, yes, which is so great. Um, what else have I been watching? Oh, I started watching it. I haven't seen it in a long time. I kind of I need to finish it. But Ken Russell's version of Tommy from The Who. That's fucking weird, man. Which, you know, Ken Russell, what are you expecting? But it's weird because all the cast members sing the songs, and it's not The Who until Roger Daltrey actually comes in and plays Tommy. So you've got Oliver Reed and Anne Margaret and fucking Eric Clapton. It's just bizarre. Um, Tina Turner. Yeah, Tina Turner. Oh my god, the acid queen. If you you are never sexually attracted to Tina Turner, watch Watch Tommy. Tommy. That will change your life. Yeah. Right. And yes. if you were, and if you were ever sexually attracted to Anne Margaret, watch Tommy because it will change your mm-hmm. mind about that too. So <laughs> no, like being, like being slathered in pork and beans. Uh, oh my god! god. <laughs> so that's about it for me. How about you, G Dub? Uh, I watched. We're all watching Deadpool. I watched Deadpool as well. Yes. Uh, it's still just as awesome. So we all have, we all have shared taste here. See, you know. Um, yes. Uh, I watched Jungle Book again because it was that awesome. I know I mentioned the last show. Fuck it. I watched Jungle Book again, and I wanted to go see it again. So there. Uh, I want. I watched Phantasm. Like I need excuse. No. It's there. You know. I have the, the four, I'm still, I'm still waiting on that number five there, guys. You know, that's, that's coming soon, supposedly. Oh, God, any, any idea oh, on a time frame for that? Uh, I, I know it's all over Room, uh, room Work Magazine right now. It's all over that. So. I'm, hear, I'm hearing summer, and I'm hearing it's supposed to coincide with the 4K restoration of Phantasm that J.J. Abrams supervised. Oh, God, I want that to happen. I want that to be the truth. I'm just going to, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and believe that that's exactly what's going to happen. You should believe everything I say, Misty, without question. Uh, yes, yes, I should. <laughs> and from, from here on out, I will. <laughs> Your life has to take a weird turn. 
<laughs> I welcome all weird turns. <laughs> Watched a couple of the DC made joints because I love those so much. I watched uh, Superman Apocalypse. That's a that's a dark side story or dark dark seed, however you want to pronounce that. So that's a, that's always a lot of fun. He's like DC's version of Galactus, and he's uh, created by Jack Kirby of all people. If you guys like that kind of thing, and yes, comic history people for you, you know. <laughs> we do like that kind of thing. I'm really excited about the Killing Joke you, that you posted the trailer the other day on Facebook. These are the things I like. I, I, oh. I can say I can say I've met uh, the two Batman's I love the most in my life, that being Adam West and Kevin Conroy, and yeah, like, I can say. That was a thing, so you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, so there's there's not a ton because I, I I didn't get to a lot. Um, I watched Flash Gordon on Saturday because uh, you know that, that, that that's how God intended Flash Gordon on a Saturday morning. You know, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't have any golden grams or anything, so that didn't really complete the ritual. Which was what you do for Brian Blessed. It's yes. worth watching. Oh, it's alive. Brian Blessed makes everything that <laughs> die. Pop <laughs> uh, vinyls, putting out Flash, uh, Flash Gordon figures. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have all of those, you know. Oh yes. Um, what else? Oh, uh, last night because the the Cubs game got rained out. I, I watched Guilty Pleasure of Mine. I marathon Christy knows, but Christy knows best. Uh, that guy is um. He's southern, but not gay, which is it's really strange. You, you, you swear, if you Todd Christian, you swear he was gay, but he's just that southern. Uh, and, you know, I, I think it's fantastic, you know. Let me just, let me just say... He's southern, and it's great he's okay. <laughs> let me just say, as a southern boy, when I see him... If you're Southern and you're not gay, you, you are gay. You're just a music director at a Baptist church. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He kind of reminds me of uh, Bill's Bill's cousin on the King of the Hill. I forget his name on the show, but he uh, he has a real uh, real southern drawl to him. And, 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 uh, he was in an episode of one of my favorite episodes where Bobby is being influenced by him. Um, and he's got this suit on, and he says something along the lines of. We give you a seat next to the window, but this flower is wilted. I said, clap on my ass off. <laughs> oh, it's dying. Oh, Joe, Joe Bear is, is Bill Gotrieb's uh, cousin or from, from Louisiana or whatever. And uh, I don't remember, I don't watch a lot of King of the Hill. I can't help these things, but it makes me laugh. I hate to say it's more than it just a fun never could. Once you got past the weed and uh, the craziness. And they took the music videos out of Beavis and Butthead. It just kind of, kind of like, you know, looking at something. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't remember a whole lot about the comedy of it, because I used to just watch it for the music videos, because all the best music videos were on during Beavis and Butthead. That's why I watch. Mike Judge did some fine work on King of the Hill and Liquid Television, so I salute you, sir. Oh, I love I love liquid television. I wish it was still a thing. That is. Well, idiocracy's still a thing, but that's happening in real life. But um, yeah. I'm I'm genuinely concerned for all of you over there right now. I really am. <laughs> what the hell is going on in that country right now? <gasps> a new right, a new a new right, perhaps. I don't know. 
We are so afraid of the things in our pants. Did you see the video of that um, that girl that got dragged out of the bathroom by like three or four cops because she just was really tomboyish? She didn't look like feminine, girly. She was like, I'm female. They like dragged her out. Like, well, we don't want somebody that looks like they might not be, you know, that, that doesn't look feminine in the bathroom. So we're going to send four big dudes <laughs> into the bathroom to drag this woman out. What the fuck? <laughs> so if you want to be girly and you're hanging on, you could either love me or hate me for saying this. Go drop trial in the ladies, and you know, then nobody else will be the wiser. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. And I don't see what everybody's so worried about anyway. I've been, many a times, I've been at nightclubs. I've, and the line to the women's bathroom has been crazy long. And I, I've gone into a full men's bathroom with surrounded by nothing but drunken men in a corset and a miniskirt and not had a single bit of hassle because most men are fucking assholes. <laughs> they're, they're just curious how the mechanics work. That's all I'm saying. Because if you did yeah. If you, if you watch the full Monty, those girls did the stretch on the urinal, which is kind of really strange to me, you know, but uh, that was a thing. Every, every girl that's ever gone into a guy's bathroom has done that. You, like, try to figure out a way to pee on it. Like, you'll try to, like, sit over it or, like, get over it like this, maybe, and it just doesn't ever work. you got to use a stall. <laughs> we'll move on now to our... <laughs> to our beefs of the week. <laughs> On the burner, I guess, what's pissing you off this week, guys? What's pissing me off this week? Um, <laughs> oh, that's pissing you off. Yeah. But now, now is the time to vent your frustration at BT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just have major problems with work. So you screwed up our contact and disconnected our internet at the shop and moved it to our fax line at the other end of the showroom. <laughs> so I can't use the internet with our tower. And I ring them up because they disconnected it wrongly. They went, it'll take up to five days to reconnect. <laughs> so fuck BT. So I only spent five, six hours on the phone for them to tell me this. <laughs> Fun time. So no internet, no nothing at work, just boredom and work. I guess it's the bathroom thing. My beef of the week is for straight American Christians because they seem way too fucking worried about what people's genitals are doing. I mean, it used to be they just worried about what people, how people were fucking, but now that like any genital activity is their business. <laughs> a I've been looking for a little bowler hat for years, but I didn't find one. And then I tried to find a little top hat, and I couldn't find one of those either. Aww. So I looked for one of those little, you know, the airplane ones with the little goggles? Couldn't find one either. It's really upsetting. There we go. Another beef of the week. Lack of penis hats. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I should be able to go on the internet and find a wide variety of penis hats. 
And I can't do it. I married you. <laughs> I, I, I have a plan for that, okay? I have a plan. Take them yourself and take that shit to the, to the carpet on Shark Tank, okay? <laughs> I would buy a droop dick. Excuse me, sorry. I swallowed the Baileys wrong. <laughs> yeah, you can take that shit to Shark Tank, man. See what they say, you know. I gotta get yeah. that, 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 that sexy blonde QVC will buy that shit right up, you know. <laughs> she knows a little bit about See, Jimmy Hats. Yes. If, they, if they sell them, people will buy them. Every point in a man's life, and I do believe this, at one point in every man's life, they thought about putting a tiny hat on the thing. Oh, no. It happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. Uh-huh. I think that's when we were aware of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's number three on the list of what can I do with this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I it's it. like those, those those old Nickelodeon officials were with the with the with the popsicle stick with the eyes on, you know. Yeah. Oh my God! Yes, I remember that. Guys just doing puppet shows with their dicks for no reason. Oh God. Oh, they're gonna be they're gonna be here soon. The guys that do the puppet show with their with their cops. What are they called? Oh shit! I, I text Kyler because we're trying to get tickets. <laughs> They yes. like they make it like the um, they do the Loch Ness monster yeah. and all that. Yeah, sure the burger and the Oh yes. Oh yeah, I got subjected to seeing that. You're gonna get subjected to it again because we're seeing it live, baby. Right. Come on, you gotta go with me. You're gonna let me go stare at a bunch of dudes' cocks all night without you? <laughs> oh. I, I'd probably just reenact scenes with the Muppet Show just because you know. See. Animal wig. Perfect for the cock hat online store that doesn't exist. <laughs> Just buy an excess cock, slip-sicking, wrinkle connection. That's all I'm saying. I would pay good money to see that. <laughs> it's better, it'd be better than the singing asshole of pink flamingos. That's all I'm saying. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> So I got this Roku TV and I've got Roku now and it's awesome because they have a lot of channels that have some really great like old exploitation shit on them. But the problem is on Roku, when you watch a Roku channel, there are eight commercials every four minutes. So it takes <laughs> four and a half to five hours to watch a 90 minute long movie. It shouldn't take me all day to watch fucking three on a meat hook. Holy shit. Do you pay for this? Uh, no, but still. I mean, that's a lot of fucking commercials. That's, that's, that's a lot, that's a lot of... Time. Yeah, that's a lot of Jason Statham on a motorcycle. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Which, again, I'm not tired of that commercial because fuck yeah, Jason Statham. But still, <laughs> I want to watch the movie, too. Not just watch me now. Yeah. Watch me now. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that is. Anyway, yeah, that's my beef. God damn, so many commercials on Roku. Because the selection's amazing. I found one channel that has, like, a complete red and blue 3D section. And I have so many red and blue 3D glasses. I just sit there and watch that for four minutes, and then fucking 12 commercials come on that are not in 3D, and it fucks everything up, so. I was just going to ask you if the commercials were in 3D. I fucking wish. That would be amazing. <laughs> 
Anyway. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's a 3D commercial for dick hats. Oh Jesus! Oh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Coming soon to the Legion yeah. Podcast Shop, because for all you listeners out there, see. Oh, we've got to do one, like a Black Hannis one and a Kiss the Goat one and a Cinnamon Bee one. Kiss the Goat would be brilliant. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Little horns. You have to wear it when you strip it over, though. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm gonna make one. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta prototype that shit, man. That's right. Uh, you gotta go over and put it on your paperboard. I'm gonna workshop it. <laughs> yeah, my my beefs are. Uh, I, I shouldn't even bring this up, but yeah, I, I was on Facebook and you know, like you do, trolling <laughs> people's feeds. And like I, I, I come across one about. Made up by by one of our my favorite people in the world, Clint Howard, just defending that Kurt Schilling about posting that bullshit on Facebook about the trannies. <laughs> I was like, and I was waiting for somebody that I know to do comment on uh, it. In friend of the show, uh, friend of Eric Roberts, Doug Tilly, uh, commented on his post, and I, I had to, I had to. Retaliate when they made fun of my friend. I was like, "This is my excuse. This is my jump in to tell these fucking these fucking hillbillies no offense, bitch, in here from Texas." <laughs> these people are just all like, "Yeah, right on, this out of the other." But yeah, he should have right to do what he wants. Like, you fuckers ever heard of a contract before? He he works he works for ESPN, who's affiliated with Disney, who's affiliated with, with ABC, that who who houses shows like Modern Family. I don't think they're going to allow you to, to just blaspheme gays on the internet as much as you want to. And let's keep your job. Let's keep your job. They're going to let you do that. Yeah, if you're in any way affiliated with Disney, that shit won't fly at all. <laughs> so, yeah, Clint Howard, love you. You need to tell your fucking people about themselves because, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're just fucking stupid as hell. You need to, like, ch- chime in and say, you know what? I'm, I'm a national treasure, and you fuckers are just wrong. Next. <laughs> God, I, I'll jump so badly for someone to be like, look, dude, I'm a national treasure. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. Clint Howard is a national treasure, so I think he yeah. has the, the, the cojones to say so. You know? <laughs> uh, what, what else are her beefs this week? I don't have many, because I'm, I'm kind of a, a happy camper right now in life. I guess the weather in the Chicago fucking sucks. <laughs> you, you got 85 degrees one day and 45 the next. We're, we're all going to get sick, people. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're nearly in May now, and... It's was snowing it? yesterday. Yeah, 20 miles down the road from us. We had three inches of snow till about midday today. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> but this time last year, you could be out in your garden till 11 o'clock at night in shorts and t-shirt. <laughs> Yeah, the sun doesn't go down properly over here. It's weird. They had three inches of snow down the road from you? Yes. So they were playing Informer really loud? (laughs) (laughs) I knew at least Gary would get that shit. All right. Yes. All right. Well, uh, one of Canada's finest imports. (laughs) I think there's there's Wayne Gretzky, Beer, Rush, 
then you have snow. There's the, the Canadian rapper. And then you have Landstorm. Yes, Landstorm is a, is a Canadian treasure, yes. <laughs> that, that, that guy. That guy. Like that little. fucking guy. <laughs> They're not hurt. I think they just. What about Justin Bieber? Oh, God. Yeah, I think they just exiled him. They didn't give him to us. They were just like, <laughs> we don't want him. <laughs> He's gonna make some prison yard very happy one day, okay? They just destroy that asshole inside out. No, I can't. Fuck you, Bieber. I can't talk shit about him, though, anymore. And it sucks. It pisses. That's why I hate him, because he did that thing for the NHS to get Christmas number one, and it and now it's like, shit, I really like making fun of you, and now you've done something really nice, and it pisses me but, off. But the, <laughs> the motherfucker abandons monkeys in foreign countries. <laughs> I, I would just like a monkey to, to, to hang out with me every once in a while, you know? Did he, did he, did he, did he, did he abandon a monkey? Yeah, that's because I don't keep up. Beaver's off from monkey. I don't keep up with uh, with with anything ever. Yeah, do straight just left the monkey. So he like he purchased the monkey. And then left. He it. had a monkey, and then he just like left it, sort of released it into the wild. He kind of misplaced it. Did he shock the monkey? <laughs> <laughs> I think he spanked it regularly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, uh, we, uh, we the monkeys hang out, we take, we take road trips to Axis houses, you know, to, to visit Axis. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> just feed them Oreos and watch them punch people. That's all I'm saying. Oh, there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's simple things in life that I need. And that's an Oreo eating orangutan who punches people. I, I, I want to be like, that's all I'm saying, okay? Not, not political-wise. I had an orangutan as my partner. Just driving in the car cross country. What was y'all's just, name? Just you and Clyde. Because like, you'd have to have like the duo name. Oh, I don't know. Hey, I, 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 I'll, I'll sleep on that. I'll figure that out. You know. <laughs> We're gonna but, get a message from Gary like three days from now, and he'll be like, "I got it. <laughs> I stole it from this." Corduroy and sway. Oh, there you go. That's awesome. GW and the funky monkey. <laughs> you should play basketball and shit. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know how to play basketball though. So you guys will have to solve crimes. Oh, or, solve or, crimes. Be, or be like long haul truckers. Yes, definitely. G Dub and the Bear. Hey, I, 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 I can't carry the the the, the all this man. I'm Greg Evigan. Oh, he I, is. I can I I hold that mantle, man. You know? I hear you. I hear you. That's uh, that's difficult. <laughs> um, we're gonna move on. This is a great time. I can move on. Okay, we're gonna move on to our our features. I guess you would call it for this Mother's Day show. Being uh, a gem from the '80s, my mom's a werewolf. Uh, two gems from the 90s being uh, 1992, I believe, uh, Brain Dead, for, for you people out there, or Dead Alive here in the States, or whatever you guys want to call it. It's, it's that film by Peter Jackson where lots of zombies kill lots of things, and that's always fun. 
1994 Serum Mom. First John Waters on your show, by the way, guys, in three years. That, that's that's really? all right. Yes. Wow. First John Waters on the show. Wow. Nice. That's really surprising to me. But um, we're going to get this show on the road right now with uh, that gem lady that I mentioned, my mom's a werewolf, right in this trailer. Walking in these woods Why it's Little Red Riding Hood Hey there Little Red Riding Hood Something strange is happening at the Shaver household and Jennifer's mom isn't handling it too well What's going on here mom? That's not a costume is it? I call it Wolverine Chic You look like Grizzly Adams Hi honey I'm home Tonight, I have a headache. If this is some kind of identity crisis, look at now. A singing werewolf. It's got the whole town's attention. I thought Halloween was last night. You come barging in here, interrupt what might have been the most important phone call in my life, and tell me that your mom's a werewolf? I mean, my mother's a real honest-to-goodness werewolf. Big deal. My mother's a cow. What's a daughter to do? I see the sign of the pentagram on your face. I think that's just a zit. Snack on this while I go freshen up. Do you realize what this is going to do to your social life? Here. That's Dennis. He's a friend. And I need a werewife. <laughs> I suppose we're going to live in a warehouse. How do you stop a werewolf? Kill her. She's my mom. I don't want to kill her. What do you want to do? Paper trainer? Susan Blakely. John Saxon, Katrina Casperty, John Shuck. I can't believe it. Diana Barrows. Wow. Ruth Buzzy, Marsha Wallace, and Marilyn McCoo in a howling new comedy. What happened? Oh, here's something you don't see every day. Every daughter's mother goes through a change of life, but no mother's daughter ever tried to stop that change with a silver bullet and an electric razor. This could get kind of hairy. My mom's a werewolf. That's my wife. That animal is your wife? Well, you have to get to know her. My Mom's a Werewolf from 1989. Uh, plot synopsis is this. The frustrated housewife, Leslie, visits an animal shop at purchase a fleet collar. And knowing that the owner is a werewolf, she accepts his invitation to lunch and later in his apartment. Ooh, sexy apartment. Through a glide in her toe, she starts to... He starts her slow transformation into a werewolf. Home again, she desperately tries to hide the often disgusting process from her family, her daughter, Jennifer, and her from her horror magazine's well-educated friend. That's bad English. Recognize what's, go what's going on and help, help to kill the non-human. <laughs> this gets a 4.3 on your IMDb. Uh, this stars... The only thing I know from her from is uh, Susan Blakely. Is uh, she played the dying mom on, on Over the Top? <laughs> but X probably knows a lot more stuff that she's in. Uh, the great John Saxon. Tina no. uh, Casper, who I've seen in tons of 80s stuff, including Can't Buy Me Love and Oh Mac and Me. She was in that too. I forgot all about that one. And um. Oh, I, I, I forgot about Ruth Buzzy, but she's one of my favorite characters in the whole film, but she's in this movie, if you like laughing. Uh, Marsha Wallace, who's uh, Mrs. Krabappel on The Simpsons and been in front of other stuff for them. That's about your main core cast. 
uh, you know, the further I guess, what did you think of My Mom's a Werewolf? I, I actually, I didn't think it was that bad. Oh. I, I really didn't, yeah. I thought it was a fun movie, because I'd not seen it before. You did forget about the husband in it, though, who was Herman Munster. Oh, uh, yeah. On, on, on the Redux, right? Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. No, I thought, I thought, like, first of all, you can't blame her for going off with the guy at the pet shop because she was really unappreciated and just kind of shit on, you know. Like, the opening scene of the movie, she's, like, got all these groceries in her hand and her daughter just runs in front of her and shuts the fucking door in her face and she can't get into the house. It was just sat talking on the phone. You know, too much of it. Oh, whatever. Yeah. We'll make it. Well, no, it, it had been stitches quite a few times this movie. When she's like trying to desperately shave her legs and just keeps growing back. Like, oh, God. Oh. And the, the, the pet shop owner's bedroom. <laughs> Holy shit. That was, that, was, that, was some, that was some sexy shit right there. <laughs> 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 the, 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 again, the, the monkey in the cage was never explained, but I was just kind of glad it was there. It seemed like really unhappy being there, too. Like, it had been in that cage for a long time. It was pacing around all crazily. Like, they just left it in the cage for a month while they were shooting <laughs> this movie. No. Surely not. But these but. animals, they, they, they saved on makeup effects in the end of this movie. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but no, it, it was. I thought it was enjoyable. I thought it was a fun watch, um, and I thought the mom looked really good when she was in her halfway transformation before she got super mega hairy. But when she had the fangs and the pointy ears, yeah, which rest of the hairdressers? Yeah, she looked stylish. great. That was like the hottest she was in the whole movie. I love it. The stylist really got me. It's my greatest challenge. <laughs> she comes on, this is like the beast look with like the fur all neatly done down the side of her face. Hairdressers <laughs> uh, would be crazy though. Yeah. Hairdressers would be yeah, absolutely crazy. Yeah. But um, but yeah, yeah, really, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was yeah. nice. It was nice. Yeah. We were listening to X absolutely destroy it. I love it when X absolutely destroys things. I don't know what I don't know what you mean. No, I actually, I actually really dug this movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. It's it's one of the most eighties movies that we have ever covered on this show. It just it just smells like you know, electric youth pretty much. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I had electric use when I was a kid. <laughs> and thank you for proving my point. Um, but yeah, this is a lot of fun. I, I tend to wonder which... Um, well, let me rephrase that. The glory of John Saxon's hairpiece is in full effect here. Yes. yes. Yeah. I don't know if it's the one that makes it look fuller or makes him look flatter, but it's 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 definitely one of the two. And he's a suave motherfucker in this movie. He really is. And you were talking about how she is unappreciated at the beginning of the movie with her husband, John Shuck, whom I remember as the robot cop in Holmes and Yo-Yo. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a whole fuck all y'all. Um <laughs> It's like he finds out that his wife is sleeping with this fucking werewolf master. He's just like, oh well. 
Yeah. Good division. Yeah. <laughs> One less thing I have to do. Um, but yeah, I thought this was really this was really funny and cute. I I kind of watch this again. Oh yeah, we'll we'll be keeping it. Yeah. It's not going in the delete bin. I think it's better than other movies like My Stepmother is an Alien or Mom and oh, Dad God. Save the World, which I know Gary likes. I'm not a big fan. Oh, I love Mom and Dad Save the World. I You're know correct. you do. I know it. <laughs> for, for, for all the wrong reasons, I love Mom and Dad Save the World. <laughs> <laughs> mostly, mostly John Lovitz, but you know, do each their own, you know. Well, that's okay. It's a Terry Gar movie for me. Um, I'm like, yeah, very, very, that's. I know you wanted me to rip it apart, but I can't. I really dug it. I thought it was um, just cute, and I'd rather watch that than Clueless, definitely. So. <laughs> oh God, yeah, yeah. I'll take that all day over Clueless. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. thought it was weird they gave him like vampire powers. Yeah. Like the hypnotism yeah. ability and stuff. I didn't think werewolves had that. Did they historically have that? Am I just stupid about werewolves? <laughs> I don't know. Was, uh, he was glamoring his ass up. He wanted to fuck the daughter at a certain point in that movie. Yeah. He, he, he was split eyes of the daughter, too. Just, just to get the house, though. Yeah, so I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think those are classic werewolf powers. Um, but I do like how Susan Blakely looked a lot like Dee Wallace at the end of The Howling. So. Yeah. Like, like a manchichi? Yeah, very much like a manchichi. Just so soft <laughs> and cuddly. Yeah. It makes you, you want to hug her, but not quite close. From a distance. Maybe a, distance. a Christian side hug. You know, you just kind of pull her in, <laughs> hip to hip, and then let that shake out. Yeah. Um, but the real deal, Wall- the real deal, Wallace? Real hip lady, is all I gotta say about that. But, um. Yeah, my mom's a werewolf. I, I, he played the fuck out of this on cable back in the day. And I USA up all night. I, I was an avid watcher of Miss Rod this year, so she ran this movie a bunch. Um, for me, I, I think it's I think it's a great comedy. I, I love. Um, I, I mentioned her her friend, who uh, you probably recognize from Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven. I guess the, the ugly girl in that movie. You would call her with a doll herself all up and. Uh, but uh, I, I think she was great as like her, her horror obsessed friend. Although she kind of had the, the lore a little mixed up with vampirism for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to realize what time period they were in too, because if he's going by Fangoria for that, then that's back when um oh what was the guy's name? They had an editor who was cool, but sometimes fucked some shit up. Um. Can't remember his damn it, his last name's the same as mine. I can't remember his first name, so anyway. If she's using Fangoria as her, you know, a source, she would have done better with, you know, some comic books from the Frog Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, yeah definitely. I mentioned Ruth Buzzy, who's an actress and I watched a lot on Laughing. If you guys watch reruns of that show, I watched a lot of reruns of Laughing. Um she was great as like the fortune teller, and uh, she was really over the top, and that was a lot of fun. And I also remember Screech's mom from Saved by the Bell. If you guys, in case you guys like, oh, if you go further, further ahead, she did play Screech's mom on Saved by the Bell. Um, yeah, I forgot about the fortune teller in this movie. She was amazing. <laughs> it was it was a nice subtle you know tribute to to the Wolfman, you know. 
Um, so, uh, I, I do not, I do not tell you anything until I'm paid. And he paid it. Oh, here's your purse. I'm sat on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you shit. <laughs> Hold it to ransom. Uh, John Saxon, you smooth, toe-sucking soul bitch, you know, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it, and, and his fucking, his fuck palace in this movie, which is just a big old, look like an Aztec temple, had a bedroom in it or something, with, with, a, with a goldfish tank, and I don't know why he was feeding goldfish to her, but, you know, apparently he only had a pet shop so he could feed off of these animals, this is where he eats the mice, and he... He puts the goldfish in the martini glass, and she's into it for some reason. She just sucks down that victory, that goldfish, with the martini, and she'll have another one minus the fish. Um, yeah, the, the, the transformation stuff was funny. It, it, this, movie, this movie surprisingly holds up for something I liked when I was 10 years old. But uh, it, it really it really does, because it was really silly, the transformation stuff. She, she wakes up and... She's got the fangs, she brushes her teeth, and the toothbrush is just fucking destroyed by those fangs. Oh, the dentist scene as well. Oh, I love, I love scenes like that. He's a little bit, he's like, they've got the file and just ripped through the file, he's like, getting a drill out. <laughs> Trying to file him down. I, I love scenes that involve with where other folks think they're having sex, but they're not. And the, uh, he's, he's like, being orgasmic about getting these teeth filed down, which is not working at all. You know? He's getting really excited about this is my best one ever and shit like that. He's like the mad scientist of dentists, you know. The thing about this movie, you see all like the hairdressers and dentists, they're all really into their work. <laughs> oh yeah, especially when they see the nails, the, the, the long black nails of hers that oh. are really, they're, they're like, they're like man, perfectly manicured already. I don't know why she would even done for, they're not even sharp or anything. Hang yeah. them up, jump them. <laughs> there you go. It's going to get fake nails like that, so it's Freedom, ready. Definitely. Um, the, the final scene is kind of silly. It was a big confrontation between the girl who has, I guess, their silver fork attached to a pole. Yeah. She's she's all done done up for like baseball gear and shit. I don't know what's going on there, but that, that was fun. And uh, oh, I forgot to mention, two of these films have giant perverts in them. And this film is no exception. I, one of my favorite characters in the entire movie is the pervy neighbor who's into the S&M stuff. The guy that gets the binoculars hit into his face and he's walking around with them stuck at his eyes. Yeah. I love that so much. He's all like, keep the noise out over there. Those guys are freaks over there. He's fucking doing all kinds of kinky shit in his bedroom. That's when the copper hits him right at the very end with the nightstick and he's like, yeah. Oh, he's into it, man. That's yeah. scary. Oh, but the oh, sorry. There's quite a few little moments in this movie, like things going on in the background, just little comedy stuff, like, you know, when they're getting the, the dead wolf into the ambulance, like the cop is getting hit by the ambulance door in the background and getting knocked out on the hook. Yeah, those cops are pretty enough for this movie. That's what you need to film like this, though, is inept cops who don't know much of what they're doing, and, you know, there's, there's just a lot of fun stuff for you guys to see in this film, and... I don't think it has a, a proper DVD release, but I know that it's on a bunch of those Mill Creek sets if you want to go seek it out. Or just, you know, look for a, a torrent or something. I'm pretty sure it's like public domain by now, so you wouldn't feel too bad about downloading this one. Um, yeah, it's had 30 years. It should be okay now. Yeah, definitely. 
but I'll leave it to you. Uh, with Misty, I don't. We'll work with this on. Any, any yeah, final yeah, thoughts? Yes, we're going to look after the little one quick. Okay. Any final thoughts from you, Ex, about moms or wolves? I. No, I watch it. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll watch I, it. I'll watch it. Um. No, I think it's great, especially if you're a John Saxon completist, um, just because he is having so much fun in this movie, and it's so obvious that he's enjoying himself. So I'd watch it just, you know, anytime I get to see a look of sheer joy on the face of John Saxon, I'm pretty happy. Especially to get that hair piece ready to go, see? Yeah, that's very important. That's very important. I learned that from the Never Sleeps Alone documentary. So. Just hanging around in there. there. Yeah, never. Fuck it. I never talk. Whatever, man. Whatever. Yeah, he's alone again. What the fuck ever? Just fix it in post. And that documentary. <laughs> that documentary about Freddy Krueger and stuff, man. Yeah, man. That thing. Yeah. That thing. Four hours long. I watched it of it. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, Jamie's not here. We're having problems with her talking about some shit like that. See, that's okay. Though. Misty and Ben, what are your your final thoughts about my mom's a werewolf? Uh, I was really pleasantly surprised by it. To be honest, I wasn't expecting much because I I've never seen it until now, until this, and I watched it and I just thought it was brilliant. I loved watching it. It's <laughs> the first time I watched it like 30 years plus after it's been released. I loved it. I thought it was I thought it was good eighties fun. Yeah. Good eighties fun. Like I've got an affinity for eighties movies when I have the flu. It's gonna go in my when I have the flu playlist. Yeah. It's one of those fun eighties movies. It's one of those ones like Sunday afternoon we're like, Oh I should watch you like, I'll stick that on. Yeah, yeah, for me though it uh it really held up and I uh I'll watch it again tomorrow or something. Easy. It was, uh, steady, steady, stay on target. Well, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed my mom's the world, but I, I caught a lot more of the gags. And I didn't know this when I was younger, you know, like the S&M Neighbor and stuff like that. It was a really weird yeah. movie. And I've, I've always loved Marshall Wall, so anything she's in, I'll, I'll watch. I mean, I've seen Teen Witch and uh, Confession Time at least 15 times on cable alone, so... <laughs> When I seen that, that that Heavenly Kids slash Teen Witch uh, two pack at the pawn shop for a dollar, I didn't hesitate to grab it. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, oh gosh, I do love the S and M neighbors. I love love them, and the quick sign drawing abilities of the crowd outside of the house. Did you notice the uh, the one? person holding up the big uh, sign that had a werewolf drawn on it with a big no slash circle thing. Like, they just knew. They just knew some werewolf shit was going down and they didn't want it. And they were protesting it. <laughs> well, they were like the Cosheads from PCU. They, they have a new a new thing every week. This week it's, it's, it's werewolves. Yeah. Next, next week it's it's, uh, it's, it's, it's steroid infected beef. Uh, what, what else? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Next week it's, it's 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 immunizations. Next week it's something else. And, uh, We're not going to protest. <laughs> it's funny. I I I uh, I mentioned a couple weeks ago. I I tweeted John Favreau. This is totally unrelated to My Mom's a Werewolf. And I said, yeah, I really enjoyed the Jungle Book. He did a real stand-up job on that. I said, Gunner is definitely not a tool. 
<laughs> he, he didn't reach you very thing, but I had to, I didn't mention that Gutter was definitely, definitely not cool, and you know, just a little thing to life, people. But with that, we want the ratings. X Daddy, what do you rate this film, sir? I'd give it a solid seven. That's pretty fun. You know, I mean. Some eighties movies are so dumb that you can't watch them because they're they're either too dated or it just it's not fun anymore to see all the bright colors that people wear or whatever. This was a lot of fun. So yeah, this one has surprisingly stood the test of time. I'll give it a seven. Uh Misty and Ben. Um what is it? Out of ten. Out of ten, yes. Um I'm gonna agree with X on this one. To be to be perfectly honest, I give it a seven, a good solid seven. Like you said, it's it's still fun to watch. the The gags aren't so dated that they're really stupid or anything like that. And yeah, no. I'm in total agreement. <laughs> As he runs through with a cigarette. <laughs> uh, so, so we, we're giving it, we're we're gonna go with uh, with a with a seven as well. Ah, be myself, I'd be be going round round the sevens because yes. it's not the most perfect film in the world, but it's a fun film. And uh, if you want to watch a fun film and that you can't take too seriously, which you'll you'll, uh, you'll you might love, uh, watch my mom's a werewolf. You may bet a true believer, you know. Yeah. Hey, he's all about it now. <laughs> Great. With that, we'll go on to the next film, which should be Brain Dead from 1992. After this. Thank you. 
Audiences everywhere are growing concerned about distasteful and gruesome films. This trailer depicts scenes that may offend sensitive viewers. If you are easily offended, cover your right eye now. However, if you enjoy a good, broad-minded laugh, cover your left eye now. I thought you were a trustworthy boy, but going out behind my back with that oily shop girl, kissing and cuddling in public. Mum, she's experienced. Lionel loves his new girlfriend. Oh, oh. Almost as much as he loves his mother. Mum! But Lionel's mother is different. Your mother ain't my dog! Not all of it. She's not very well. Your mother's dead, Lionel. Now, everyone else is not very well either. And they're getting sicker by the minute. I kick ass for the Lord! <laughs> Soon, there won't be anyone left. It's quite a collection of stiffs you got down there. Who isn't? <laughs> Brain dead. It's all right. You can look now. Brain dead. <laughs> Brain dead from 1992. Uh, plot synopsis is this. A young man's mother is bitten by a Sumatran rat monkey. She gets sick and dies, at which, which, at which time she comes back to life, killing and eating dogs, nurses, friends, and neighbors. It's 7.6 on your IMDb, and I'm like Duncan McLeish. I'm not going to try to pronounce these names. It's what you do to the people. You know, they're in this movie, I'm sure. And uh, It's directed by the great Peter Jackson. One of his earlier uh, horror-slash-exploitation fairs, which we'd love for him to get back to, but probably will never happen. He's making that Hobbit money, y'all. <laughs> but, uh... I'll start with you, Mr. X. How do you feel about Brain Dead, sir? I love this movie. I have loved it since the first time I saw it. And I agree, Peter Jackson should be making more uh, shit like this. Um, as opposed to goddamn Hobbits. Um, 
Sorry. Uh, he's, he's got money. I think he can, like, like mix them in, like, release them independently uh, or something, you know? I just want to see somebody chase... just merge the movies oh, together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lord of the Lawnmower. I mean, something. <laughs> you know, that, that would work. Um... I really enjoy kind of the underpinning because uh, underpinning of this movie, which is the relationship between main dude whose name I forget and his mother. So like Walter, some shit like that. Something. Something. Something like that. Who gives a fuck? It's the guy. Um, <laughs> it's the guy who's got the mother, and she's just a horrible fucking person. She is a terrible human being. So when she gets bitten by the rat monkey. You, you don't care. You're like, what you get, bitch. Um, I love the scene where her ear drops off into the pudding. And, you know, they eat it anyway. That's gorgeous. Um, when she kind of pops out of the house at the end, it reminds me of the wall, honestly, like one of those inflatable... Um, things they had on the wall and there's mother and she's got the giant um, uh, birth canal you know what it you know, you know reminds me of a massive version of Snooki from the South Park the Jersey episode oh, oh Jesus God. she wants push man it's all I'm yeah so there's 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 a lot there's a lot to this there's a lot more to this movie than just you know zombies and how bloody can we make it? It's got a lot to do with repression and getting into a situation like that where you know you can't quite cut the apron strings, but it's also a movie that you can't really think about too hard because it's got a fucking zombie baby in it and a dude with a what was it the nurse has got the yard gnome in her head that shit's hilarious why would you try to like go all film school on this it's just too damn it's just too damn dumb um but no it's a great movie it's disgusting and it makes me laugh every single time i watch it so you can't go wrong with this movie uh this damn bad I agree with every single thing Eric just said. I saw this movie when I was around... I don't know. I was like 13, 14 when I watched it. So, so, so good. And right about... I mean, the underpinning thing is, is about main dude and his mother and she's it's it's a very sort of Norman Batesy kind of relationship, you know. He's not allowed to have any other woman in his life but her. Um, and... But when shit kicks off in this movie, oh my god. Some of the one-liners, some of my favorite one-liners of all time. I could ask for the Lord. Oh god, and, and the chick, the chick that he's all got a crush on. Your mother ain't my dog! You know, like just some of the one-liners in this movie kill me. It's a lot of physical comedy as well, like when he, when he takes the baby to the park and he sits oh. on the swings and stuff. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and the people. I remember it like 34 years, just crying my eyes out, like laughing at that moment. Oh, I was in tears. It's so funny. And it's, 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 it's the, the prime with the barbed wire around it. <laughs> and the, the people that, like, you know, they're all staring at him because he's beating this baby up against swing sets and shit. And he's just, like, looks at him and smiles, like, hyperactive, you know, and they're like, oh, right, yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I get that. You gotta beat those fuckers into submission, you know? <laughs> Um, I believe this is the, this movie was the first time I've seen two zombies fight in any movie. I believe. 
I, the blonde I was seeing in his house at the end of it all was going to be, oh, that was epic. They didn't they didn't like merge in on each other either. They just stay stay where they were so he could do perfect rows. <laughs> but I mean I mean people can I'm sure there are people out there that are like, you know, some of the gore is just for the sake of it and just for Piling in as much blood and gore as you can. What is wrong with that? It's equal dead level fun though. It's just like ridiculous amounts of blood and gore. That's what's so great about it. Well, it's meant to be. It's meant to be fun, and it's meant to be funny. It's not meant to be taken like really seriously, you know, or anything like that. It it just has fun. The fucking uncle with the Elvis chops. Like every every character in this movie. Is hilarious for different reasons, you know. Um, every single one. I can't think of a single person in this movie that was boring or just sort of like, oh, whatever. They're they're not a main character, so they don't need development. They were all just what the fuck type of people. Um, I would I would live in that town, I think. But uh, yeah, the the um, the whole end. Sequence. Um, I, I don't. You know what? I can't even think of the right words to use for how awesome it is. Because it's just what the actual fuck. There is nothing else like this movie. I've never seen another movie that is on that same sort of. I mean, you can you get you get levels of fucked up and gore and weirdness from a lot of Japanese shock horror, but. You know, this has just got a different feel to it than any other than any other thing I've really watched. <laughs> recommend recommend all day long. Watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great dead horrors. I saw it dead alive just on the video shelf when I was I don't know thirteen years old, and one of the coolest covers I ever seen for a horror film. It just drew me in right then. Um, this is a great film, I think. Everything they mentioned is great so far. Although, if you, you want to talk to me now, why you talk about physics in this movie, where you have like flying limbs, you perfectly land on top of people, you grab them or bite them, or you know, but the physics of the lawnmower, you, you, you guys want to like go scientific, and I, I know when I'm out there mowing my lawn, if I hit a twig that's big enough, it'll stop my lawnmower. Yeah. Not, 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 not this supermower. This supermower will tear through bone. Flesh that doesn't carry on. American mowers fucking suck, apparently. So, if you want a mower, go buy a mower from a Kiwi. That, that shit will fucking cut through anything. Yeah. Hell yeah, I will. New Zealand mowers look a bit like ours. I was like, I put down branches and just mow straight through them just to get rid of them. <laughs> just chop them up. That really fucks with my head when you do that, even though I've lived here for nine years. I wish you would stop. <laughs> it's because of those weak ass Texas mowers you guys had, see? Fucking right. I look, you got my, my family was really poor. We were we had only just graduated up from a side. Yeah. We got that's how you get rid of it. That's why Texas is known for chainsaws. Just let the sun do just let the sun do the work on that dead, dead rotting corpse of cattle, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. But yeah, the, the baby was, was hilarious. Like, again, how can she, like, get knocked up that fast, man, that baby? It doesn't really matter. 
Because the baby is fucking awesome, especially when you see that, that girl's face in the yeah, Oh my god, that's right, yes. That's amazing. The, the slapstick, the physical comedy with the baby was, was great. Not, not just the part, but that was, that was a great part. It was clearly a dummy, but you didn't care, you know. Well, he was swinging around a cabbage patch down there three quarters of that scene. I wanted, my only regret about this scene is I wanted the baby to find one of those children if it didn't happen, you know? But yeah. It's just like little lines of, see what I'm dealing with every day, you know? <laughs> Somewhere along the lines of that, and, you know, uh, the, the, the victor was great. He even zombified or not, he was great. And, yeah. Uh, my favorite character in the whole film is the only you guys mentioned, who I guess is waiting for her mom to die so he can have a house party. <laughs> I, I love the part where he, he mentions, you know, where he hears uh, the Victor having sex with the nurse. He's like, oh, you find out that it's all stack films, huh? You find the one with the girl, is that the one with the girl and the donkey? Let me in. Some shit like that. I love uh, that that guy who, who, who looks like Kiwi Rockabilly Jack Goodman for some reason to me. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> who I only see now is shaking his ass in front of that jukebox at that Cloverfield Lane. If you guys have ever seen that film, yet, but that's I, 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 I can picture John Goodman in front of that jukebox every time I see him now. You know, um, just having a good time with that jukebox. Yes, yes, yes. He is royalty in your country for sure. You know. <laughs> He's bigger than Peter or Cool. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, there's uh, lots of stuff to love. Best zombie carnage probably ever captured on film. I love Day of the Dead. But the, the last shit half an hour of this movie, where you just got like limbs flying, and next mentioned the the lawn gnome on the guy's head, which was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> It's really silly shit, man. I, I love the, the, the part. I, I love when torsos come after people. I think that was Return of Living Dead 2 where you had the torso coming after the guy. They have it in part one as well, but that was a that was an actual circus freak in that movie. But this, when the torso's coming after him, and he comes out, he actually escapes, and then the fucking legs are coming after him, and the tentacles. Uh, well, the organs are coming alive as well. And oh, God, the organs. Oh my god, I forgot about them. And they're like crawling across the beams in the ceiling and shit. <laughs> I, I love what the, 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 the anus of the, uh, of, of the thing just pops up in parts for no reason. There's so, there's so much silliness. Don't think, it does. Don't think intestines have eyes? Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah. That's yeah, hilarious. they're not proper eyes. They're like they're antenna like... eyes. Yeah. yeah. So oh, much funny stuff to love about this film. <laughs> I, I didn't mention the custard scene, but I was having, and this ruined my Greek chicken, because I was watching Brain Dead as I was eating my lunch today, and I was at delicious hat Greek chicken from this lovely place called Johnny K's around here. It was really good that the custard scene came on, and I had to stop eating, so you know... <laughs> if, you, if you stop a fat guy from eating, poor film, you're doing it right. That's all I'm saying. Because, you know, right. fat, fat guys like to eat, apparently. You know, that's all I'm saying. And I, yeah. Stop a fat guy from eating, you're making your work right. Because that shit is fucking nasty. 
Yeah, yeah it was. I, I, I still get it. I still got cool. It has all the gore in the movie. That is the one scene. <laughs> the kitchen. Everybody I know that has ever seen this has watched that movie. It's got a full book. The part before that where she's just taking off people's plates and shit like that. That was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> she, she had to get into this garden club or whatever the fuck she's trying to get into. I forget. Oh, cool. Like, yeah, the, um, it's, it's like a country club type place for the posse people. Yeah, apparently. She's trying to impress impress the ladies that were coming around so she could get into it, and she was falling apart <laughs> quite literally. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I, I love the little, the, the little budget savings stuff. If you watch the beginning of the film, you see the trolley go by by the buildings. It looks like something out of Thomas the Tank Engine, but you don't give a shit because it's really silly, you know? It's kind of like a commando film, the trolley scene, and then you last half an hour. That's just what it gives you the feel about lately. There's a scene in Commando where Arnie's in the shed, and then you forget what happens next, and then it happens, and you're like, holy shit, that's awesome! You know? This film is just like, it's like the commando of horror films for me. It's just, just when you think, oh, I forgot about this. Oh, there it is in your face. You know. <laughs> yeah, this this is uh, this is amazing, and I'm glad I already didn't make it in this film. It's been awkward, you know. But this is like Commando horror films, and I don't think I've ever made a film like that. So hey, pioneer people. I'll push it to UX. Any of the last things you want to say about that? About what's that alive? Brain dead. Um, Brain Dead Alive. I really like this movie. Um, I was going to call it Brain Dead Alive to keep everybody happy. And I would give it a solid nine. We've all forgotten to talk about the girl who got the light bulb in her head. And and she just became this giant face lamp. I think that's fucking amazing. I love that. Oh, yeah, the face lamp was great. That was great. Oh, my God. Ben and, ben and Misty, what, what are your final thoughts on uh, Brain Dead? I give it an absolute perfect 5 out of 7. That was 5 out of 7. 7 out of 5, wasn't it? You ruined your own joke. I don't care, I'm drinking Bailey's. Using the metric <laughs> system again, huh? No, I, I, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it a 10. I, I am going to give it a 10 because... Like I said, I was about 16 when I saw this movie, and I have never gotten sick of it. I've never gotten bored of it. It's always, always made me laugh, no matter what. It's just perfect. It's a perfect horror comedy. It's hilarious. It's got shitloads of gore in it. The characters are all interesting. Yeah, I, I, love, I love this movie. Ben? Uh, I think I'm agreeing with you, Mr. It for a lot of the movies I've seen, you know, where they're just low budget, even bad acting movies. But it's done so well. Not effects wise, just the storyline and the comedy in it is it just kills me every time. I could watch it every night and never ever be bored of it. So yeah, ten for me. Oh, yeah, as far as I go, it's a great film. I've always enjoyed stop motion animation, no matter how bad it is. That red monkey looks kind of jacked up. <laughs> it was amazing. It's on crack. Crack is whack, kids. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Much to your reasons, and I, I love this, this stop motion uh, 
bomb in the end, or whatever she had going on with the bomb in the end. The big old ham hock legs and giant <laughs> hot I, I think that's added to it, though. Yeah. They didn't say, oh yeah, I know how she got that way. Never mind, I'm stupid. He poured the steroids rather than the tranquilizer and the whole one. She got real big! You know, and that, that was a. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's a great film. It's a great film. I, 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 I'd say it's good. I'm, I'm going to be really concerned and say 9 out of 10 and not call it a perfect film. I think it's really wonderful. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. What the, the final feature on this Mother's Day special we're going to do next is Serial Bomb from 1994. Sorry, the great Kathleen Turner. Right for this.
It doesn't have to be ugly. Look at the birds out there. Listen to their call. Hooey. Hooey. This is the story of Beverly Sutphin. Scramble eggs, anybody? A devoted mother. I'm so happy I could chip. You know how I hate the brown word. A loving wife. I think the kids are awake. We could be very quiet. I'm ready. Honey, you're hot tonight. And a suspected murderer. Oh, kids, are you doing your homework? How did America's number one mom turn into one of America's most wanted? Is she really guilty? Are you a serial killer? Chip, the only serial I know anything about is Rice Krispies. Is she the only one with a motive? Believe that damn litter bugger. Give her a happy face. Or is there someone else? I'm stood up. I'll kill that jerk. With an axe to grind. You'll never get a boyfriend. Meanwhile, this small Baltimore suburb keeps getting smaller and smaller. It's been a crazy day, hasn't it? Savoy Pictures asks the burning question, Is your wife mental? Is Beverly Sutphin just a sweet suburban housewife? Well, I don't know what it is about today, but I feel great. Cookie? Or is she... Serial Mom? Cool. Is she in a band? Kathleen Turner, Sam Waterston, and Ricky Lake. Serial Mom. Every woman wants to be wanted. Just not for murder one. Beverly, I've read all about this. Is it menopause? Bad of the ball. Bad of the ball. Bad of the ball. Serial Mom from 1994, written and directed by the great John Waters, stars uh, a gaggle of people, Kathleen Turner, <laughs> Sam Watterson, a not-so-thick Ricky Lake, Matthew Lillard, ooh, some other goodies, Justin Whalen, Mink Stoll, and not to mention Patty Hearst and Tracy Lords. Ah, basic plot of this movie, if you've never seen it before, uh, suburban housewife basically loses her shit, literally, on people and that, that pick out her family or does something she doesn't like, and she bumps them off in hilarious ways. I'll kick it to you, X. What do you think of Serial Mom? I love anybody who takes the be kind, rewind rules so seriously. <laughs> um, nah, this movie's fucking hilarious, man. It's nice to see Kathleen Turner kind of... I, I don't, she's not really playing against type, I don't guess, because she's always kind of a... She's got something up her sleeve, but it's always cool to see her like as it's a housewife. All the frocks and all the dresses, and then, you know, she's got somebody's liver on the tip of a fireplace poker. It's beautiful. Mm. Um, I'm not sure it really succeeds as much as a satire as probably Waters wanted it to. I'm not a huge John Waters fan. I mean, eh, okay, I understand what he does and why. I think this probably... I think he tried to make it a little bit more pointed, but it got, you know, kind of mainstreamed out of it. So, probably could have been a lot fucking worse. Um, I don't know. It's a lot of fun, though. Patty Hearst gets the shit knocked out of her. That's hilarious. Um, hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I 
I like it. I like the cast. I like Matthew Lillard in pretty much anything he's in. But the way that, you know, the way that her family acts, they're all just you know, open mouth and everything's funny and everything's dirty, even if it's not. So that that always cracks me up because I've met families like that. <gasps> Don't say that at the dinner table. What? Why the fuck not? Um, <laughs> so in, in that aspect, it's fun. I think it could have been more pointed, but it's just Kathleen Turner's great in it. She's just a loon, and she gets that look on her face, especially in this movie when she's not as, you know, like, uh, she's not so much the sex symbol like she was in Body Heat or even The Man with Two Brains. So it's really easy to imagine her, less, you know, like, in the fellowship hall of a Baptist church plotting how to kill everybody around her. <laughs> That's a lot of fun, as I know a lot of people like that who probably have that side to them that we will probably never see yeah a lot of fun um not great but good fair enough misty and ben um i am a big john waters fan anybody oh, that stop. can rock mustache like that you know <laughs> <laughs> but of, of all of his movies this one i mean if i didn't know it was john waters just by watching the movie i wouldn't be able to tell that it was if it was john waters like just about any other movie he does you can watch it and and Right, yeah, this has to be Waters, yeah, you know. <laughs> it is his attempt at a mainstream movie, it very much seems like it. Yeah, but it still has his, you know, a, kind of a running thing with Waters is that that whole um, behind closed doors yeah. of suburbia uh, kind of thing, uh, you know, that just pleases me greatly because yeah. it is like that, you know. A lot of people growing up, I didn't grow up in the suburbs, but... I knew people who did, yeah. and they were all, all, all a lot more fucked up than us poor kids' families. <laughs> I like this movie. I love, I love Kathleen. Like Ex was saying, I love Kathleen Turner's character in it. It's the, it's like the bit where um, her son's watching the horror movie, and she comes in and she goes, oh, can we just watch the bit where he rips his heart out again, please? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> and again, Matthew Lillard, like, I, I love him in anything. I, yeah. I, I just love him. Um I think I've got that sort of childhood uh, attachment to him from Hackers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so any, you, you know, mean, even don't I, you mean Scooby Doo, Misty? Really? Don't <laughs> you mean Scooby Doo? Who else could they have cast in Shaggy? I defy you to find a better Shaggy. <laughs> I mean, he's the only reason to watch Thirteen Ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I yes he is. That's the only reason. Yeah, <laughs> I sat through Thirteen Ghosts like twice because of him. <laughs> But um, but no, I, I I've always liked that sort of aspect of Waters movies, and even though it isn't as fucked up and as dirty and as raunchy as any other movie he's ever done, I don't think um, it's still it's still brilliantly done. And her the type of psycho that she is is very textbook. It's very like a lot of the traits that she has are um, legitimate traits of actual psychopaths. The charisma. The complete lack of emotion or remorse, the egotism, um, which I really enjoy seeing. I like it when movies get it right when it comes to psychos, um, instead of just sort of using psycho as a catch-all for crazy. Yeah. You know, when they get it sort of textbook like that, I enjoy it more. Um, I don't really know how else to explain it. <laughs> like uh, the kid from We Should Talk About Kevin or we need to talk about Kevin. Um, yeah, like when they get it that spot on. 
Um, I, I quite like it. I mean, even firing her attorney and wanting to defend herself just so she could take out the woman in the jury for wearing white shoes after Labor Day because she knew she could get herself off because she's smart enough. She has a charisma and she knows what buttons to push with every single witness against her. So, you know, yeah, it's, it, I think it's really enjoyable. Again, not not Water's best movie, but um, but it's good. It's well done. It's not dated at all. You know, you can watch it now. And the only yeah. sort of dated scene was the L7 uh, 90s grunge show, which yeah. was why, great. Why is that an issue? It's not. <laughs> I love L7. The only, the only issue I have with, with it is the their pants. white diaper pants. I can't stand the white diaper pants they're wearing. God damn it, men. Why? <laughs> Fucking why? Uh. <laughs> Because they want to eat girly droogs, that's why, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you can't just go half droog. you got to go the full droog, or it just looks like diaper pants. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for me, though, this is a this is a fun John Waters film for me. A lot, a lot of the earlier ones, I, I watch very little or not, or not at all. But I, I can see him... Especially the first one I ever saw was, was Cry Baby, and that was pretty oh much his God. his departure from the Midnight Movies. Well, as of 1994, when this movie came out, I'd say the Midnight Movies were they're still around, but that scene was pretty, pretty much non-existent now. So I could see why he would want to make more mainstream stuff for something he could put on HBO or whatever, whatever you call it, you know. And I saw this a bunch on cable. But um, Kathleen Turner is a... Uh, <laughs> She's a treat in this movie. I, I love everything everything she does in this movie. Mm-hmm. F- from her mannerisms, ta- talking about the her, her dislike of gum. Oh, and yeah. Coming back up again, especially the part where he runs over the teacher, and the, the final exclamation point is the gum on the windshield. <laughs> and she, she he goes out the, his mouth as he's laid on the floor. Yeah. Does not like the gum. No. She does not like the gum, man. She doesn't like that brown word either. He, he, he mentioned <laughs> the, the language at the dinner table. What's, what's, what's Chip says something about, I'm so happy I can shit. It's like, you know, I, I like hate that. that. You, know, you know, I hate that brown word. It's like, yes, God, <laughs> come on now. The fly obsession. Anytime there's a fly anywhere near her, she just completely gimps out, goes full hunter mode. Destroy the winged beast. Exactly. <laughs> Don't want it to ruin her perfect breakfast with the, the fruit salad and the, the eggs and the the goddamn lumberjack meal she was fixing for those people, you know. Fucking hell, right? I cannot the, eat that much food in the morning. Oh. It, it depends how hungry I am, you know. <laughs> oh, I love it. You put some flapjacks and some, <laughs> <laughs> put some flapjacks and some biscuits and some oatmeal in front of me. I might eat more past that. Who knows? Yeah, I, I just <laughs> that that scene will make you hungrier or worse than the. I don't know if you guys see the scene Chef with um with John Favreau where he's making the grilled cheese sandwich. That, that, that's like food porn to me, that, that scene. <laughs> it, look, it, it, it makes you want to eat the screen. It looks so delicious. But um, back to Serial Mom, she has some, some great kills in this movie. I, I compare this movie to every... And, and this is going to sound really insulting to American Psycho, but they, she's the uber Patrick Bateman, in my opinion, because in American Psycho, the, the twist is, if you've never, ever seen it before is that he was killing these people, but he wasn't killing them because he was just fantasizing on killing all these people, or if that's a theory. But in this movie, she's like Patrick Bateman Overdrive. She's, Kath- she's Kathleen Turner Overdrive. She's uh, 
She's killing people with legs of lamb and her fucking car and aerosol cans with lighters and air conditioning. Anything she can get her hands on, basically, she's, she's killing people for just heinous reasons. I think we should take a moment to appreciate how long it would take to kill someone with a leg of lamb. I mean, that would take for freaking ever. Not if it's frozen, according to Alfred Hitchcock Presents. That's true. Because you, you might as well is... just use a big wooden club. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> oh, yeah, she gets a lot more sort of blasé with the kills as well. It's less and less careful because she's just that confident in herself. She's just like, like in the flea market. Yeah. She picks up the skewer, just follows him straight into the toilets and just runs and stabs. <laughs> <laughs> and then just walks off, just like nothing's happened. Yeah, like, te- oh. te- technically, her, her friend's prints were on that poker as well, so she could, like, you know, do that kind of thing. I, I don't know. <laughs> that really was a plot device in the movie, but her neighbors were fun. Yeah. Uh, who doesn't love it? Was there her name Dottie Hinkle? You know, the, the Dottie Hinkle. Big, big <laughs> Stoll, who, who, who uh, plays somebody who, who's uh, a pro. Uh, what she do? In, really, something really disgusting in Pink Flamingos. She gets crack horse pregnant or something and sells the babies or some shit like that. I forget. Oh, God, she, yeah. She's, she's a really disgusting person in that movie. She's like this suburban house mom here in this movie and fucking gets tormented by Kathleen Turner over the phone <laughs> and, and in public or wherever she goes because that one time she stole her parking spot at the, <laughs> the, the, the craft store. <laughs> Yeah, that was a bit that hooked me on this movie straight away. Was the whole bit where the police come around? And she's all like, "Oh no, would you like this? Would you like me?" Invites them all in, you know, being all nice. And then as soon as they release, she's straight upstairs on that phone. Ah, cocksucker! Yeah, that scene. Just the fact that old ladies get together, old housewives get together, and they fucking have beers in the afternoon. That, that scene where she's just like giving her like the stare down while while the other lady was looking away, she said, "Oh, there was pussy willows." She goes, <laughs> "Yes, pussy willows, Dottie." She just <laughs> smashes the the egg, and it's it's just really funny, fucked up shit. This fucking movie, right into the right into the end where she's going on trial by herself, and you know that that was uh, that um she gets the perv on the she gets the perv on the stand. This is and the films we discussed today. Oh, God, yeah, the just, glory hole guy. Yeah, she's just fucking opening and closing her legs. He's like, yep, he's into it. You know, she knows, <laughs> she knows just how to reel him in. She, she knew just how to piss off Dottie. She she, she had her friends, the garbage man, get going to, 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 to the cops' garbage and finding <laughs> the fucking disgusting porno mags, depending on your preference, of course, you know. <laughs> oh. God. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, it's just... You know, watch this movie for the show, and I hadn't seen it since, you know, I was a teenager, and I I can't remember the last time I saw an actual porno mag. Like, do they still make them? Yeah. Are they still a thing? Yeah. They're still a thing in the States, I know. Wow. They, they, they have whole shops devoted to them. Do people buy them, though? I guess people buy them. I, I guess so, yeah. Wow. One of my favorite things about the character, the character of Beverly, is that she's uh, she's always very confident. But there's that one scene where she's in court and uh, she's unsure what's going to happen. The husband says, "We're going to give you the best care we can." And she gets she has that one look of you know like worry, but then all of a sudden she gets she gets her 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 groove back real fast and mm-hmm. she starts tearing apart the witnesses and you know and eventually Patty Hearst for wearing white shoes after Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, Fashion's changed. It's okay now. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, man. 
This movie's good all around, though. It did. Like, I, I mentioned the, 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 the American Psycho thing. This would be a nice double feature, I think, if you guys want to prove that theory that she she's the, the Uber... Uh, the Uber Patrick Bateman. And I, I think that if they went head to head, Beverly Sutton would win it every time. And I forgot to compare it to my favorite scene in the whole film. It's not even a kill scene. It's the part where the husband starts looking for stuff under her bed, and she finds the picture of uh the the, the muscle picture of I think it's Ted Bundy. <laughs> it's Ted Bundy's sign. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she he plays the tape. It's like it's lonely here on death row. I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine those conversations with her and Ted Bundy, you know, just oh my god, <laughs> it's it's fun for me. I, I love this 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 type of John Waters cheese where he just tears apart suburbia. He, he did a real well with he did a real well with Pecker too. If you watched Pecker, and it's kind of oh, like God, yeah, it's the weirdest thing we could. Well, let's let's find those weirdest fucked up things in our neighborhood, and take pictures of it, and show it to the world, and. You know, our, our little slice of insanity. I, I, I love that, that, that movie, for Eddie Furlong, went all fucking coked out and shit. Who the fuck knows yeah. what happened to him? Oh, I haven't but, seen it in years. That's a good one. Same with uh, Sesame Demented, with the yeah. whole groups of families outside the theater, like, yelling and screaming about swearing and nudity in movies and stuff. He likes, uh, he likes poking a stick at the suburbia quite a lot, which, again, I didn't grow up in suburbia, but... I love it because I didn't grow up in suburbia. I grew up in a very poor, sort of white, trashy area of Texas. And those people that grew up in suburbia were the ones that acted like they were so much better than us poor kids. But their families and their lives were so much more fucked up. You know, I mean, the worst thing, I don't know, is the, the hypocrisy of it all just makes me giggle every time. And nobody does it better than Waters in this movie and in his other films, you know. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, X, anything else you want to say about Serial Mom? Um, I was going to say the whole thing about the lad mags you were talking about before. You know, some people just like the feel of a real book. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to go buy one for old time's sake. Yeah, just get you a copy of Jugs, you know. Yes. <laughs> Lake show. I was always- Laminate it for easy wipe. <laughs> uh, keep clean non-stick there you go Teflon the shit out of that um, no that's all I've, I think I've said my piece okay uh, Misty and Ben uh, for one I'm going to get a ring binder make a laminated filth mag and send it to X oh god yeah we've got to <laughs> we've got to <laughs> We we're and what we've got to hide a small goat picture on each page. Oh, <laughs> ah. I'm gonna do it as a Christmas present for you. Just like find the goat. Yes. <laughs> um, final final thoughts on Serial Mom. Um, I don't know. I think I've I think I've pretty much covered everything. Like I I just I love her confidence. I love her ego. As far as the Patrick Bateman argument goes, uh, I don't know if he if 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 he let himself go and just just not imagining it anymore, just went full on at her. I think he'd probably take her out, to be perfectly honest. But I don't know. Uh, I'm in more agreement with Gary, because like, Bateman's got like the mummy issues, and she is the mum. That's true. <laughs> that is true. But I, I don't know. I guess, I, I guess I'm like, I lean more towards him because of that amazing Huey Lewis in the News rant. Yeah. I just, it's such a good rant. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's definitely more conniving and more. Um, 
she doesn't need prep work. She's just straight up. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. That is I true. Think, I don't think she's as cold as Bateman, though. Pardon? I don't think she's as cold as Bateman. Bateman was just fucking heartless. He was doing it, and he didn't really seem to be having any fun. Beverly's having a lot of fun killing everyone in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The only time he seemed to be having fun was that... He, that's why the Huey Lewis scene is such a big scene for that movie, because that's the only time that he seems to be getting joy out of what he's doing. Right. You know, right because on. fuck Paul. Yeah. <laughs> he just liked that axe drive he was doing there when he said, hip to be square. You know? Oh, yeah. Is that a rain pop? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, dogs like a chow or something. <laughs> Uh, Kathleen Turner, no, I think she's absolutely brilliant in this. She is Amazing. brilliant Loved in it. Loved the movie. Loved it. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. stands the test of time. This one. Yeah, it's like Misty. I watched it since I was a kid, and watching it again now, it's something I'd, I'd watch it again quite happily. Really did enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, um, yeah. As for me, I prefer my Ricky Lake uh, thick like she was in Hairspray and Cry Baby. I'm sorry she got all thin. It kind of creeped me out a little bit. Didn't, uh, she, didn't she gain the weight back though? I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I don't know now. I, I don't think so. <laughs> she was still thin and sensibly demented, so I don't think so. Oh God, yeah, uh, she was the assistant. Not, not that I would kidnap her and force feed her butter or nothing like that. I just, <laughs> I just, I just liked her better when she was thick. You know. The, I just like that you feel like you have to just do a disclaimer like that. <laughs> <laughs> not butter, just cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! But yeah, I love this movie. I love everything about it. I, I think Kathleen Turner, even at this age, is uh, dead sexy. Like I said, I got I got to think for the for the older ladies, the cougars. So if you feel like you're fifty, you you want it to be the new twenty five, you go for it, girl. Okay. <laughs> Call me at. I'm not gonna leave my number here. I get too weird. But anyway, uh, yeah, ratings. Misty and Ben. Um, serial mom. Serial mom gets an eight from me. Okay. It's yeah, it's it's really good. It's really enjoyable. Like I said, I think like part of me really wanted her to go to jail at the end, um, but it wouldn't have fit, and it would and it would have been way too similar to the end of Cecil B. Demented, with um, with her going to jail and doing the walk to the police van and, and things like that. It would have been it would have been way too similar. So I understand why she got off, but. God, the way she taunted those witnesses on the stand, you're just like, oh, bitch, I can't believe you're getting away with this. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll give it an A as well, but I just agree with Misty. I'm really glad she got away with it because that was funny as hell. <laughs> it was. It really was. No, it's, it's so good. And it, and like we said before, it it's doesn't look dated. It doesn't feel dated. The humor in it doesn't feel, you know, dated to me at all. The kills are good. What, I mean, what's yeah. not to like, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, extra. I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna go six and a half, which I know just seems horrible. But there's always one movie where I just. That's, you too. You too. Okay. <laughs> Don't put up with his shit, X. Don't put up with it. <laughs> no, I mean there are a lot of there were places where I felt I should have been laughing out louder, and instead I was just smiling. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, it just it didn't go far enough for me so maybe it's just me being a jaded old fuck who knows but, but what if what if serial what if serial mom was made in the 70s like in like the heart of like the grindhouse films then the whole thing would have been bathed in crimson and i would be forcing other people to watch it today yeah you're right 
We would have gotten a lot more boobs as well. There was like oh, no yeah. boobs in this movie no. at all. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah Mom's like a Sunday afternoon sci-fi except movie. For the, no, except for the... Yeah, there was boobs in it. There was uh, old school porn. Oh, Chesty Morgan. Oh, yeah, Chesty. Morgan, yeah. Chessie's boobs are enough for three people, so yeah, totally. You got you got six <laughs> pairs of boobs in this movie. Three pairs of boobs in this movie. She is the golden corral of boobs. Right. She should have really gone a bit more niche and done some fetish porn because her boobs are perfect for rope bondage. I mean, or, that, or maybe that's just balloons. <laughs> or crushing beer cans. <laughs> <laughs> No, she'd probably go into the, the to the food fetish stuff where they she's smashing hammering between her titties and shit like that. And... Um, I got a really good friend of mine. That's a it's, that's a her degrees in psychology, but she's her profession is she's a re, a clinical researcher. Loves the squashing, loves the food squashing, and all that is great. <laughs> she does. She loves it. <laughs> uh, me myself, uh, I love this film. I would have gave it a nine, but I'm giving it an eight because it loses the point for not wearing a seatbelt. I'm just throwing it out there, you know. <laughs> uh, really, really enjoyable. It's not your your exploitation John Waters film. If you want to watch those, you go watch your female trouble or your your desperate living or your pink flamingos. You guys may be depressed or disgusted, but th- there you have it. You know that that was uh that was what he was making back in them days. Singing assholes and uh, butch butch lesbians doing fucking crazy shit and you know what whatever. But this uh, doesn't have a butch le- but but Pecker is a butch lesbian isn't, uh, doing, yeah. doing doing strip teases and you know <laughs> yeah hell yeah. So if you like that kind of thing, you can watch Pecker. You get to see uh, full Bush as they call it in that movie. You know. Oh, uh, back when back when Bush was a thing. Uh, Remember when Bush was a thing? Full head drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she's got a shrubbery. <laughs> if there's a bustle in your hedgerow, don't be alarmed now. I think he's warring in the picket fence. I think. <laughs> I just. I would like science to advance to a point where I could create a human being from John Waters' DNA and uh, David Lynch's DNA and fuse it and clone it, and then give it a film budget, and watch it go. (laughs) And put it in the body of a sheep. No, good lord, no. No, it must be human. Music by Tom Waits. Yes. (laughs) It'll be the most depressing movie of all time. (laughs) (laughs) That no one understands. (laughs) All we know is it's dreamlike, and there's shit in it. (laughs) Oh my god. But yeah, that has been Serial Mom, and we will see you guys right back to close out the program. Black Anise Horror Podcast. The podcast that will change your life forever. Repetition of the repetition. Is that a word? That is now a word. Intense. Zero whatevers. So insightful that you will question your place in the universe. You just said you wanted to see somebody stab a fish. Mind-blowing. That is not what... That's not... No. Inspiring. It's one of two things all the way through. Either predictable or stupid. Life-changing. This is going to be filled with spoilers. Black Anise Horror Podcast. Exclusively available on the Legion Podcast Network. It's almost like a little advertisement. Yeah, the advert makes it sound so promising. 
looking for something different in your podcast library, then why not check out the podcast Under the Stairs? I'm the host Duncan McLeish and joining me each week will be a special guest as we examine some classic old school horror favourites as well as some modern classics. That's not to say that we don't tackle some of the, let's say, more questionable entries into the horror genre. And if all that wasn't enough, we have a subset of shows called Baz V Horror, where our horror novice, The Baz, tackles horror in all shapes and forms. To see who will come out victorious. So what are you waiting for? The show can be found at podcastunderthestairs.wordpress.com and on Stitcher and iTunes. The Podcast Under The Stairs is a proud member of Legion Podcast Network. This is Duncan McLeish from Under The Stairs, signing off. Oh, gimme, gimme, gimme! Ah, Chinema. Porkies? Meatballs too? Enjoy your crap fest. <laughs> oh, go read the bell jar, you poser! Klaus, prepare to feast your eyes on the majestic grandeur of the silver screen. Detective Squad. I want to tell you that Frau Himmel, she's quite dead. <laughs> I guess the strangler wanted to thank me. Oh, Morris, I have been a bad boy again. Nail him. Yes, sir. Some questions, if you don't mind. What did he look like? Like a big nose or something? Kind of a sweet nose you've got there, you know that? We can get a suspect behind bars before the day is out. Yeah, but you don't. Remember, I'm smarter than you are. Can't you notice my voice is completely different? I thought you and I were finished. You haven't even started. Wait, did you hear that? A serial killer. Mister, you got a quarter? Is on the loose. And these two cops are on the case. Detectives who happen to be the largest cops on the force. Look behind you towards that corner. Don't be obvious. But when the bad guys turn out to be bad girls, and the killer starts working overtime, can these cops save Pittsburgh before it's too late? Shut up! It's only Sweeney's wife. You'll get a blast out of this hilarious horror spoof. This one's a blockbuster. Two thumbs up. Blood-sucking pharaohs in Pittsburgh. Now on video cassette from Paramount. Thank you, uh, Misty and Ben, for coming on the show. Uh, sweet Mother's Day episode. You're well. Thank you for having us. Yeah, very welcome. Thank you. Yeah, we always have fun. We always have fun when we're here. That's great. I, mean, I have fun as well. So uh, you have but- more fun. What's that? If, if you guys did the uh, Men of Legion podcast calendar wearing uh, the various cock hats. The cock hats? <laughs> so from uh, hats. the jaunty I, I Jimmy hat. you got to make a jingle. <laughs> the, the jaunty yeah. Jimmy hat calendar. Dunking. 
Yeah, the men of Legion, so we'd have Duncan in his little sort of proper little Scottish Jimmy hat with the little kilt. You know? <laughs> See, but where's the mystery? You gotta, you gotta have the key in the back. You gotta guess whose cock is whose, you know, because exactly. yeah. <laughs> somebody who you think is really cool can have a real micro dick in that calendar. You know, <laughs> it, it, it'd be like the 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 the, the placement at Denny's when you're a kid with the crayons. <laughs> try, try to guess what the words are. Look at the side. Ooh, there's the answers right there. <laughs> the flip to the back of the book. I, I'm I'm gonna go go for the Englishman. I'm gonna have like the top hat and the monocle. <laughs> <laughs> like clearly, I Gary. Go bowler hat and cane. To be uh, honest, I, I, yeah, <laughs> cane's not so easy to sort of prop up. <laughs> clearly, Gary's February. Let's let's flip to the back and find out. And you find out it's totally Duncan. You find out totally. You know? <laughs> Well, we'd all tell Duncan's because his will be tartan. <laughs> Just all the way down, tartan. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Exes would be the only one that's hailing yeah. Satan. <laughs> I'll go with June because it's the longest month. Oh. Maybe that's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. The Legion Podcast Cockats coming soon. We'll, uh, We'll, we'll even parade your, your your favorite dead celebrities. We'll have a whole David Bowie line. Oh, oh God, yes. Got to paint the lightning bolt on it to go <laughs> with <laughs> the we'll, we'll have the long-haired, mouth the hoople David Bowie. We'll have the... Oh, uh, <laughs> the, oh, the Goblin stuff. King. Yes, oh, yeah. Right, like the the Goblin King, yes. <laughs> Ziggy Stardust, cock, you know. You'd be like paper dolls for your cock, but you'd be just different oh. costumes, you know. Mm-hmm. The, I'm, yeah. uh, the, I'm, a, the I'm afraid of American one where you, <laughs> your, your, your pubes a buzz cut, you know. <laughs> you could have a selection. You could go on Marvel ones as well. Yes. No. Oh yeah. You, you, well, you'd have you'd have half the half the podcasters in Marvel ones and half the uh, the other half in DC Even ones. Even better, you could have like Bat Dick. Oh god. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> if I, I really, I really, Super really. Dumb. I'm suffering from serious penis envy now because then I could have the Punisher. Oh, <laughs> even better! You could, you could have you could have Prince. You could you could you could decorate your pubes and call it the Revolution. You know, oh my it could God, be yes. it could be really it could be really fun. That's all I'm saying. You, know? you could name your balls oh, Wendy and Lisa. All the women are, yeah. all, all the women are Legion will do, and then you'll have like the Crimson Avenger. <laughs> Well, 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 girls get, girls get to have fun with their pubes already, and that's not really fair to dudes like us, you know. Because right if I if I gave myself a landing strip, it's just like like a real sad wrinkly Mister T, you know. That that, that that's that's not cute, you know. It's like those little one lane roads in the countryside, you know. Like Doc Martin would be driving on it. Just just put tentacles around it and make him the Colicophile. I say, if we're doing a Legion one, they've got to be like horror characters. So you've got to have like the Freddy and the Jason and. <laughs> oh God, don't do it. Oh, who would be Freddy? You'd have to have it all. You'd like, have to have it all. Yeah. Who's got the most mangled cock? That would be Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> she threw a beat real bad one day, people. Let me tell you, man. <laughs> we're a long way away from Johnny Jimmy Hats right now. Uh, yeah, and I don't think anybody would do Pinhead. Oh. <laughs> People get all kinds of weird piercings as it is, you know. I, I don't, I don't discount anybody. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. That is true. <laughs> but enough uh, cock and pube talk for right now. Misty and Ben, tell the folks where they can find you and your stuff. Uh, you can find our podcast on Legion Podcasts. 
our Facebook group, Black Annis Horror Podcast, is obviously on, on Facebook. <laughs> and on iTunes. And on iTunes. You can find us there. Um, and I don't think we upload anywhere else, do we? Nope. We don't need to. <laughs> Legion, Legion's our home. We don't, yeah. need, we don't need to upload anywhere else. Um, you can email us at blackannis at legion.com. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I don't I don't handle the emails, so neither do I really. <laughs> so don't bother email just message us on the Facebook page. That's pretty much the only place we'll actually reply to you. Oh come on. <laughs> no, that's not true. We're gonna absolutely start checking our email like tomorrow. I, could, I swear. It's I gonna happen. I can check it now and I guarantee I've got hundreds of unread emails. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, so come in, feel free to come and say hi. With Black Annis, of course, profanity is encouraged and clothing is optional. Lovely. X, where can they find you, sir? Uh, you can find me also on Legion Podcast with my show Kiss the Goat that I co-host with my wife Cootie and our Satan in the News correspondent Cindy Sin Fallon. We talk about devil movies and um, the devil in general, I guess, which makes it sound really... Just shut up and listen to it. You can also find me... <laughs> On um, the Theme Warriors podcast with Doug and Iris and Mike. Um, of course, I'm always here on Cinema Beef. Sometimes I'm on Two Drink Minimum Commentary. Sometimes not. Sometimes I'm on the Night Stalker show, but I never know when they're going to record. Um, and join our Facebook group for Kiss the Goat, which amazingly is on Facebook. And go buy my books from Amazon. Yay. I've read his books. They're really good. You should totally buy them. Like, buy, buy two or three copies at a time, just in case there's, like, a fire or, like, blood damage or something, so you have an extra copy there, you know? Well, you, you, never get, know. Yeah. you never know what can happen. And, and, and buy another copy for all your friends' presents. Yes, because you gotta be, it keeps on giving. you got to be like Steve Martin in My Blue Heaven. Why do you have so many copies of this one book in case <laughs> I want to read it again? <laughs> yeah. So buy oh, buy books yeah. in bulk or steal books in bulk like Steve Martin, you know, that's all I'm saying. It is a Fuck vegetable. Yeah. Vegetable. What's an arugula? It well, is a vegetable. Dance? That's going to be a fun oh, movie to do one day. Was it the Meringue? What, no, what was the dance they do in My Blue Heaven? It's the Meringue, yeah. Is it the Meringue? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I saw that movie in the theater. I'm old. That's okay. <laughs> I didn't. You're old as I wouldn't hold it against you. Yeah, my mom took me. It was a fun family night out. <laughs> but uh, me myself, you can find me on well on the Cinema Beef. Well, you can also join the Cinema Beef Facebook Cinema Beef Facebook group, which ironically <laughs> is not on it's not on Facebook. It's on my it's linked to my Hotmail account. No, I'm, I'm kidding. It's on Facebook. You guys come uh, join up, and we'll uh, we'll we'll let you in the the, the insanity boredom that is the Cinema Beef Facebook group. It's on CompuServe. Uh, at CompuServe, yes, indeed. <laughs> at, at, at Earthlink. Uh, Alien. X-Sing's uh, Old Blue Standards, only available on Kazaa. Uh, what, right. what else? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm on Twitter at GW. It at Cinema Beef Cast. If you guys would like to check us out on Twitter, uh, standing costume... Standing, um, co you know, contest or whatever remains. Come rate and review our shows. Any shows I produce on on iTunes. Yeah, I'll, I'll even throw Kiss the Goat in the pool. If you guys want to go, uh, you know, you guys, it's not, sounds like I'm so drab by your show X. If you guys want really want to go vote for them or rate their rate and review them on iTunes, you can if you want to. 
But no, I'll throw kiss. Tell people to rate and review us and shit. Oh, good <laughs> review, please. <laughs> I'll throw the kiss the goat peoples in the hats to 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 come rate and review that two drink film commentaries or a beef podcast, and you can win some fancy fancy autographs that I picked up from from convention. Oh, dude, I want to win that contest. I'm, I'm amazed you just said fancy and fancy. Fancy <laughs> fancy. Some of them are pretty fancy fancy. <laughs> Uh, speaking of autographs, if you guys are in the Knoxville area at the end of June, I will be attending the the um, in Knoxville Fanboy Expo. Fanboy. If you guys are like myself and X will be together for the first time ever. Me oh, and my you guys cosplay? No, sure, yeah, Blood Man and Clark, totally, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be my daddy for the first time ever. No, I'm just I'm, I'm making a kind of joke now. See, but um. <laughs> Yeah, me, me and X will be there together, possibly with Ricky for, from Hail the Hail Ming Power Hour, just hanging out, doing Legion stuff, and meeting Flash Gordon and shit. Just having oh, a good old, yeah. just yeah. having a good, having a good old Saturday. So if you guys like to hang out and join us there, uh, that that could be a thing, you know. So yeah, think about could that, be. guys. Could be. Oh, dude, you know what? Speaking of uh, HorrorCon in Rotherham here in the UK, July the ninth and the tenth. We will be there. If anybody wants to come out and hang out, come and hang out. There's a bar. And um, oh, <laughs> Linnea Quigley's going to be there. Doug Bradley's going to be there. Fucking um, Linnea you know, Quigley. Jane okay. Hodder's going to be there. Yeah, so. Yeah. This, this is one time I really hope somebody hasn't listened to one of my reviews. <laughs> yeah, you're going to suffer for insulting Linnea Quigley. <laughs> Believe me, I'm going to so, make sure of it. Our Halloween <laughs> special, oh my god, I think I called her a dirty slag so many times on that review. Oh yeah, I'll be telling her that too. I'll be like, this is my husband. He said a bunch of shit about you on our podcast. You should slap the shit out of him. <laughs> Do it. And then I'll get a picture of her slapping the shit out of you, and I'll be happy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the UK, come and check us out up there. We'll be doing some Legion stuff, and we are always happy to hang out and meet new people. Nothing's worse than you know your correspondent X uh, in Fallon giving our our uh, our review of Lovely Molly to Eduardo Sanchez himself, where I refer refer to him as the Dirty Sanchez. This point is so bad. It's like, oh, he listened to it. I was like, oh, good for him. You know, that's her favorite director, man. She loves his stuff. <laughs> I tried to message him on Facebook it. and everything. I was like, I, I, you know, I was like, I'm glad you listened to this or the other. No response at all. I was like, well, fuck you too, asshole. You know, <laughs> fuck you and your fucking Blair Witch, where the sequel is better than the original one to me anyway. So fucking eat a dick. You know what? You're right about that. It fucking is better than the original. Yeah. Me and my father went to go see Blair Witch in the theater. We were so disappointed, and so was everybody else too. It got that it wasn't a real thing beforehand, so we didn't bother seeing it in the theater. And then when I finally saw it, I was like, oh. Yeah. Loaded my friends, they were like, it was awful. So I never bothered. <laughs> Thank God. That's so how I thought about the Avatar. Mm. So, 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 listen to Not Dirty Sanchez? Yeah. Other folks don't like your movie either, so there. You know. <laughs> Lots of folks don't like your movie. Yeah. There, anyone that was kind of around at the time yeah. that was over the age of 17 didn't really like your movie. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm sure you're a really nice person. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he's on the inside. I'm sure he's <laughs> awesome. I'm sure he's cut, cut him open and feed him to cut him open and feed him to Sasquatch while you're at it too, you know. God damn it! I want a good new modern Sasquatch movie. Can we get one of those? No. God damn it! You can make one if you want to. 
Oh, that sounds like so much effort. <laughs> I'd rather just be lazy and talk shit about movies rather than actually make them. <laughs> and then another side in this ending of the show, have you ever seen, what is it called, Sweet Prudence and then The Legend of Bigfoot or something? No. no. I've seen The Legend of Boggy Creek. But I'm not this is, this the is Legend a, of Boggy Creek 2 as well. This is a softcore poor Bigfoot movie, and it's hilarious. Oh my god, I've got to see it. I must see this. <laughs> What's it called? What's it called again? It's called Sweet Prudence and, and The Legend of Bigfoot or something like that. I forget now, but yeah, I'll, send, I'll send you a picture of the, the poster or the picture art on Facebook. And you, you oh, can I can't laugh wait for this. <laughs> but um, Penis Ass and Sasquatch Pornicide, this has been the Cinema Beef Podcast, where if you've got beef, we've got the grinder. See you guys next time.
We, che- we checked our copy of Brain Dead. It's a good thing we had the movie memorized because we've not gotten the movie. We've got porn. What did you download this from LimeWire? No, but, but it is a movie called Brain Dead. The full intro is called Brain Dead. I'm not sure it is actually, but I think it is a horror movie. It's just not the one that I thought it was. Is this like coma porn or some shit like that? You know? It's gotta be. Like any long porn? Proper 90s movie. You don't right know that. We had it on for two seconds. Yeah, and we're like, the it's not. The actual input. Full input for it was on there. It's weird. Are you suggesting that a porn cannot be called Brain Dead? <laughs> do you know what? I'm just saying it is a 90s movie called Brain Dead. Yeah, but do you yeah. know? Do you know what? I'm not saying it's not. Film. You know. You know what? You know what? This wouldn't have happened had you downloaded Dead Alive. <laughs> Instead of Brain Dead. You get the right sleazy person, they have the power of attorney over a vegetable, anything can happen. <laughs> it's a good